Good morning. It is Friday, June the 5th, 2020. This is Andreas Gabriel, principal of Indian Road Crescent Junior Public School. IRC Junction is a podcast with a goal to connect us as a community during these extraordinary times. Let's begin our session with our land acknowledgement and O Canada. We acknowledge we are hosted on the lands of the Mississaugas of the Anishinaabe, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, and the Wendat. We also recognize the enduring presence of all First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples. Here are today's quotes for our focus on character education and social justice. Perseverance. When you get into a tight place and everything goes against you, till it seems you could not hold on a minute longer, never give up then, for that is just the place and the time that the tide will turn. Accepting feedback. Mistakes should be examined, learned from, and discarded, not dwelled upon and stored by Tim Fargo. Why should you avoid playing poker in the jungle? Too many cheetahs. Good morning, Indian Road Crescent students. I just wanted to go over a few things for our mindful minute today um, about being mindful about our health, especially as the weather is getting warmer. So I want you to just take a moment to think about what sort of things we have to do that a little differently now that the weather is warm. So hopefully your brain went instantly to the number one is staying hydrated. So drinking lots of water. So when we're outside, our bodies are getting hot, we're sweating a lot more and that water is being taken out of our body and causing us to be dehydrated. So we need to replenish that water. So we need to make sure that we're drinking lots of water and we can also eat fruits and vegetables. They have a lot of water in them as well that can help keep you hydrated throughout the day. Okay. Second thing is please think about sunscreen. We need to remember to put sunscreen on our bodies before we go out into the sun to protect it from the 
from the harmful UV rays that come from the sunshine. That's what gives our skin burns. We want to avoid burns as much as possible. Okay. And third is wearing a hat. A hat's a great way to protect your face from a sunburn, but it also keeps you cool. And it actually also helps your eyes too, I find. So you're not always squinting. You could add even a pair of sunglasses onto that. So as this beautiful weather is happening and the sun is shining, we do need to just pause and think about how to keep our body healthy during this time. So remember, drink lots of water, wear sunscreen, and wear a hat. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good morning, Iman. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. It's really nice to, uh, to have you on the, on the podcast this morning. Um, I, I know it's been a, it's been a really hard week for, for many families and for lots of kids. And, uh, you, uh, you called me and, and said, you know, uh, Mr. Gabriel, I, I'd, I'd really like to say something. I, I, I just so happy you'd like to share something with the community. Okay. So I just wrote a story about how like what's going on so it's called what are pe- what people are supposed to do and what they can't do i believe that people should have equal rights to do any anything if they only follow the rules they also don't have to be judged by their look their skin um their um and their religion most people also need to have responsibilities that means that they should clean up their area do the, their jobs and some of the things that they're supposed to do what if the rules are not fair if the rules were not fair then everyone could get hurt do things that they were not allowed and it can also break happiness and fairness truth would rather be a lie as well and some people might have more than someone else. They might even be treated differently. Thank you, Iman, for your uh, for your story. Uh, I really appreciate your voice uh, on our IRC Junction. This has been a difficult week for students, parents, and teachers, and families. So I, I again, I really appreciate uh, your voice and uh, encourage other students to uh, to contact me and get their voice on our podcast. About one month ago uh, today, in fact, uh, I had uh, Julia Massa on to talk about human rights and privilege, and she's back. I just talked to her yesterday. Here's my interview. Uh, hi there, Jillery. It's so great to, to, to talk to you today. You know, uh, one of the questions that uh, the kids have been asking me uh, in reference to our podcast this week um, has been, well, what can they do? What can they do about... Um, anti-black racism. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that sometimes that can feel like a really overwhelming question to answer uh, because it seems like such a big, deeply rooted, historically rooted problem. Um, And I can't emphasize enough the importance of having the conversations with your friends and families about how you are feeling, um, what, what you feel that you can do, because sometimes it's as easy as just being able to have the conversation around your kitchen tables, around your dinner tables, in your living rooms, um, finding resources online that might teach you more about anti-Black racism and the history even here in Canada. I think that's another piece that often we frame anti-Black racism, um, especially around big news stories, as if it only happens in the States, as if only as if police brutality only happens um, 
in the U.S. And the reality is that there's lots of experiences, unfortunately, of um, historically rooted systemic racism against Black communities here in Canada. There's lots of uh, Black communities here in Canada that, um, you know, came here um, uh, escaping slavery, but sometimes as slave communities themselves, even in Ontario, um, that we could be learning about. Um, I think challenging your schools, like many of you have done, challenging your your principal and your teachers to uh, create space to have these conversations, using podcasts like these to have the conversations about race and racism and how we can contribute um, to uh, to its eradication uh, can be a real can go a really really long way. Um, sometimes picking away at a large issue, um, you know, with small solutions um, can it, it adds up. It really does add up. Yeah, one of the you know it makes me think uh, one of our um, w- one of the mums in our in our um, community, um, you know her response to me uh, is uh, you know this this th- these events of this last two weeks they're they're newsworthy um, and they're important, um, but at the same time this not news the, these mm-hmm. issues aren't new, no. and they they are ongoing and they are ever present for uh, her and her family and um, she's tired and angry. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us who identify as, um, as black are tired and angry as well, because these are issues that we, we are acutely aware of that, you know, many of our family members have experienced negative interactions with police when they're calling for help even. Um, And, uh, and, you know, I've been having lots of conversations with my, with my non-black friends who it feels like they've just woken up and it feels like they needed to see um, the brutal murder of a black man live streamed essentially um, to uh, to wake up. And that's frustrating. It's frustrating that such a violent act has to take place in order for people to listen to us when we say that racism, anti-black racism in particular is, is an issue, is a problem. Um, but at the same time, I think um, that sometimes growth and change comes, rises out of ashes, that it comes out of um, really horrible moments. Sometimes it, um, uh, these are, we should look at these things as uh, potentially opportunities um, to become a better place, to, to think about uh, what we could be do- doing differently. How do we, how do we think about police? What needs to be happening at those institutions? How do we think about education? What needs to be happening in schools um, to really try to make a shift? And I have seen more than ever, I think people engaging in really useful conversations online, in person, in families, amongst my friend group in a way that they haven't before. Um, even, you know, as somebody, I, I identify as Muslim and even in my mosque community where it's a, it's largely, um, uh, dominated kind of the power structure do- dominated by South Asian and Middle Eastern um, backgrounds, they haven't been having conversations around those places of worship of, about racism and anti-Black racism in particular and what it looks like within our communities. And for the first time, I'm seeing, you know, mosques put out messages on listservs and, um, you know, host meetings about and webinars about anti-Black racism within the Muslim community. This hasn't happened before. And so while it's really upsetting that it had to take this for people to wake up and take action, um, it is really nice to see that people are taking it up in this way uh, more so than they have before. So, I mean, I guess we're building and I take solace in the fact that we're building. 
So how do we how do we ensure that uh, you know you mentioned uh, talking to friends and um, how do we ensure that that waking up is 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 a longer term activity and not just a short term response? Well, I think that that schools in particular are in a unique position because what are we in the business of? We're in the business of learning, um, and so I think you know as we move into the summer, how do we continue to have these conversations at home with our families and then how do we make a plan for when we come back in September uh, to make sure that this is the conversation about anti-black racism is sustained um, and uh, what, how, what does that look how, what resources do we have to uh, provide to educators to your teachers what resources and tools do we provide to parents um, and te- and teachers what how do we allow students to also uh, weigh in on the conversation I think that we need to like really use the next few months of the summer to plan how how do we sustain this conversation beyond just these ne- these few weeks of Twitter flurry um, how do we really um, make this about uh, you know make this the heart of what what we're doing in our school communities make anti-racism work make um, anti-homophobia work, make anti-oppression work a part of and an integral part of the work that we're doing as a school community. Oh, thank you, Jillary. Um, it, 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 it is, it's really, it really is good to talk to you. Um, I, um, you know, I, I know that our school will, we're, we're going to have a council meeting next week and I just want to uh, let you know, and I know how busy you are, but uh, we will extend an invitation to you to join that uh, uh, as an observer uh, in whatever capacity you're able to, if you are able to come. But, uh, you know, it's really, it's just so great to have you uh, supporting and, and with our community. Uh, and I really appreciate um, your attention to us. Yeah, and I think you know I appreciate um, the the intention of of a leadership that wants to talk and tackle these issues, um, but I also think for the broader community that it's our job to remind the leadership of what the intention was. And so, you know, um, how does a parent council um, push the school in a particular direction and support the school? Because I don't, I think that um, this is still not super popular for people to talk about. This, sometimes, you know, there is a, why does it, why do we have to, like, what, what does this have to do with me? Sometimes that's the narrative that comes up. Um, sometimes the narrative that comes up is, you know, you're a junior public school. How do we talk to kindergarten students about racism in a way that's age appropriate? Is it appropriate to talk to a five-year-old about racism? Um, and so I think that we have to be prepared for those, that kind of pushback or that kind of narrative and have solutions and come up with solutions together. And um, sometimes you won't agree on what those solutions are. There'll be challenging times because we're dealing with a challenging issue. Um, but I think as long as we're trying to work together and are reminding each other of what our initial intention was of making anti-racism, anti-Black racism work, um, the, the fight against anti-Black racism work central to our school community, um, as long as we root our conversations in that and we're always reminded that all of us are on the same side of this, um, you'll go a long way. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. I, uh, and, and you too. I wish you and your family well and uh, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Hi, my name is Luna. As some of you may or may not know, I was on this podcast this week 
And I was talking about George Floyd and how it made me and many more people really upset and sad. I wanted to do something. I built a website with the help of my family. The reason I built a website is so we we can pledge to educate ourselves, unite, and be accountable and to be accountable for our actions and thoughts during this time. Please take the pledge to help end racism. Thanks. Thank you, Luna, for that. I really appreciate your work. Um, I know you've sent me a link, which I will put on our Buzzsprout site and also our school website for the Pledge Against Racism. And uh, as well, I think there's a little video clip that I'm going to try to show everybody. So thank you. At this point, we've, uh, we've been listening for a long time. It's definitely time to move our bodies. I'll pass it off to Ms. Konsanoff. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, depending on when you choose to do your your DPA. Today, we are going to do the burpee challenge. Woohoo! Um, we've done it before. If you haven't done it with us, it's fun. It sounds hard. It really isn't. And the best part is, you can go around all day after telling everyone, "I just did 100 burpees today." So, yep, that's right. You heard me. We are going to be doing 100 burpees, but. As with all things in life, if we break them into smaller pieces, it's not so hard. And remember that whenever you have something challenging to do, take it small pieces at a time. Okay. So the way this is going to work is we are going to do 10 burpees in one minute. And most of you will finish your burpees before the minute's up. Any extra time before the minute's up, you get to rest and catch your breath. And then I'll tell you when the next minute starts and you're going to do 10 more. You'll be done before the minute's up. So catch your breath. And then we'll do that for 10 times. 10 times 10 is 100. Okay. So let's start our burpees together. Ready, get set, burpee, go. Jump up. Good. Hands down, legs back, jump forward and up, down, back, Forward, up, down. Hopefully you're counting. <laughs> back, forward, up, down, back, forward. If you're not counting, my guess is you probably are pretty close to being done 10. Do one more and you're done 10. Good. And we're still on our first minute. So if you're done, you're just resting, catching your breath. Catch your breath. Good. and preparing for your next 10 burpees. Okay, we're gonna start our next set of 10 in 10 seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And start your burpees, you're counting for yourself. Remember, we all do things at different speeds. So it doesn't matter if yours are fast or slow, they're yours and you're doing them. That's what's important, right? So you're doing your 10 burpees, you're counting, doing your best. I find doing mine really fast makes me feel better. I don't know why. So test it out. Maybe try slow. Do what, do whatever is your favorite. Good. If you're done, you're resting. Once you've done your 10, you can rest until we start our next 10. 
And once you're done, we've all done 20 burpees already. Amazing. Okay. And we'll be starting our next set of burpees in 10 seconds. Okay. Starting our next set of burpees in five, four, three, two, one. Excellent. Starting your 10 burpees. And up, back, down. Good. Jump. Good. Do 10. Hopefully you don't you didn't forget to count. Good. Doing your burpees. And remember when you finish your 10, you just rest. You can stand, you can lie on the floor, whatever you want in those extra seconds. Maybe a sip of water, whatever you need to do. It's your time. And we're gonna be starting our next set of burpees in 10 seconds. Catch that breath. Good work, and we'll start in three, two, one, go. 10 more burpees. You can do it. Say nice things to yourself as you do it, it might help. Say, I'm amazing, look at me go, look at me fly. Good job. When you finish this set, you're going to have been doing 40 burpees. Amazing. Wow. If you're done, you're catching your breath. If you're still going, you're doing amazing. Good work. We're preparing for our next set of burpees that will be starting shortly. Got about 10 seconds of rest left. We'll start in five four, three, two, one. Excellent. But now I bet you're feeling tired, but you should be also feeling proud. Try doing different things with your burpee. May try jump, jumping a little higher when you do your jump. My new thing is now I jump, instead of putting my hands up when I jump, I put my hands at my side. I don't know why. It makes it easier for me. Okay, so if you have finished, then you're just taking a rest, catching that breath, probably slowing down a little. It might take you a little longer to get your 10 done. Maybe you're starting to feel tired, but you're here and you're doing it. You're amazing. You've got 10 more seconds before we start our next set. Good job. And let's start our next set now. 10 more burpees. You got this. Make sure when you pop those legs out, how far back can you get them? How high can you jump on your up? Let's see it. And you've got your 10 burpees done. You can take a rest. And guess what? At this point, you're over halfway done. Amazing. 
Good. 15 more seconds of rest. And we'll start again. Good. And we'll start in three, two, one, go. 10 more burpees. You are awesome. Maybe make that into a rhyme as you do your bur- each part of your burpee. I am awesome. Up. I am awesome. Up. Keep at it. You're doing great. Good. And if you have finished, then you can just take a breather. If you haven't, please don't worry. Still got lots of time left. Okay, and we're going to restart our next 10 burpees in about 10 seconds. And we're starting again in three, two, one, go. 10 burpees. Let's do it. You are so close now. You can't give up now. You got to be able to say 100 burpees, three digits of burpees. That's crazy. This is something if you want, you could do every day. Pretty easy to do. And I highly, highly recommend putting on like the very best song you love the most and turning it up really loud when you do the burpees. It makes it really fun. Okay, you have 20 more seconds until we're going to start our next set. Hopefully you're done. I'm getting a chance to catch your breath. Okay, in five seconds we'll be starting. Three, two, one. Good job. You're almost there. Ten more burpees. Go, go, go. to have these workouts are really hard, but they're only 10 minutes. Kind of tell yourself, okay, I'm going to put a lot of effort in for 10 minutes and then I'm done. It's a great thing to try to do these type of things maybe every day if you're looking to get some more exercise, especially I know it's tricky when we're at home. Don't get our recess time with our friends. It really does take away from our exercise time. So it's probably good to try to add things like this to your day. Okay, you got 15 more seconds of rest, and then you are going to start your very last set of burpees. And that is going to make you a person that has done 100 burpees today. Wow. That's impressive. You totally get bragging rights for this. You can tell everyone in your family twice that you did it. <laughs> Okay, we started our last 10 burpees. You're amazing. Feels so good knowing it's the last ones. You got it. Maybe you want to do more. Maybe you love them. Who knows? And the best part is when you're done, you're 10. You're done. You don't have to think about it again. Good. We have... About 20 seconds left. 
And then you can give yourself the biggest pat on the back for sticking with it. Good job. 10 more seconds. Way to go, everyone. That is 10 minutes that you have been doing your 10 burpees. Everyone has just done 100 burpees. You are amazing. Go tell someone that you just did 100 burpees. That's impressive. (laughs) Okay, have a great day. We'll talk later. Bye-bye. Good morning, IRC students and families. Join Ms. Kokar and Mr. Gabrielle every Friday in June for virtual story time from 1 to 1.30 p.m. Fill out the form on the library website and come join us as we share new and exciting stories. Thank you, Ms. Kokar. Uh, yes, please do register for our session today. It's happening at one o'clock. Um, thank you, Ms. Konsanoff, for our, uh, the DPA Burpee Challenge, um, as well as our tips today for being safe in the sun. Thank you, Keats, for our acknowledgments and your dad jokes. Uh, thank you, Miss Fenton, for our character ed and social justice quotes. Thank you to the Hornet Music Studio for the lovely version of O Canada. Uh, and thanks, Iman. Really nice to hear your thoughts on uh, uh, and, and reflections and response to the terrible, terrible uh, things that are happening. Uh, around the world this week um, many thanks to Miss Massa uh, it's nice to have her here uh, she's our human rights uh, outreach worker uh, from uh, from the TDSB human rights department and uh, it's just great to have her working with us at the school uh, thank you Luna for your uh, action on racism and your setting up of the pledge page I have linked that on our website boys and girls and families Wish you a fantastic weekend. Together at IRC, we do shine.